This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's welcome aboard Sweeney Murdy. He's been covering the Yankees for a long time. WFAN locally in New York. He does a great job of doing it. Hey, Sweeney, Andrew and Mark with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning, bud. Yeah, no problem, fellas. How you doing today? Uh, doing well, Sweeney. And, and a lot to get into when you look at this series. I... I you know, the, the thing I, I that, you know, watching the, the first three games, I think that would probably bother Boone a little bit is, you know, Verlander and Cole, as hittable as those guys potentially are, you know, they were gettable here in the in games two and three respectively, and the Yankees just could not come through with that big hit, especially yesterday afternoon in the first five innings. Yeah, I think uh, I think both games, if you look at the number of base runners they put on respective to what Verlander and Cole – allow uh typically you know the yankees out out did that they put more runners on base against them and you're right you know you know what's missing what's you know they they scored two runs against those guys and it was a two-run homer by aaron judge they had a mistake over the fence um you know for all the all the uh fuss about you know how the yankees score in the postseason or what they need to do they're hitting for a higher average than the astros they're striking out fewer times than the astros they're not scoring as many runs as the Astros. Why is that? You know, the uh, the home run ball has certainly uh, played a part of it. Uh, I thought Cole yesterday, you know, they did exactly what they needed to do against Garrett Cole. They just, that one time they needed to get the hit, Cole bared down and made good pitches. You know, I know people were getting on Didi Gregorius swinging at the first pitch. I'm not. You know, they were not chasing against, Didi, uh, against uh, Garrett Cole. They walked five times when he threw pitches in the zone they swung at them. That's what you're supposed to do. Unfortunately, they didn't. Uh, they didn't find holes, and the one that Didi hit the second time up landed about two feet too short for the Yankees, or else it's a different result. I thought the approach against Cole was exactly what they needed to do. That final big hit just never came. Sweeney, how do you expect today to to play out in terms of a timeline for Major League Baseball making a decision on on Game Four tonight? Yeah, I don't know. I hope it's early, Andrew, that so that nobody is inconvenienced. Uh, but I, um, you know, as as I'm sitting here now, and I I'm about you know 60 miles north of Yankee Stadium. It's sunny right now, and I know I know the rain is coming. I think we all know the rain is coming. So I think that you know they are you know I think baseball has been pretty good in the postseason situations here about making sure it doesn't linger too long. So um, hopefully at some point early today uh, we find out. Uh, that, you know, if it is indeed being called off, then, then that you know, hopefully we find out early. And then how does the rain out? Is there a winner, so to speak, in this rain? If there is no game today, who benefits more from waiting till tomorrow for game four in your mind? Well, you know, the Yankees benefit in game four and the Astros benefit in game five <laughs> because they could bring back Verlander uh, uh, on regular rest uh, for game five. So I think that part... Um, you know, you kind of just kind of wait to see. The Yankees are still going to have one of these games. It it just likely gets pushed back to uh, gets pushed back a day um, because you can bring back Tanaka and Paxton for four and five, um, but you're still going to have a situation for Game Six if that's the case. So, um, really, just you know how the how the 
ball falls, I guess, in, in game four, no matter which way it goes, then you'll see uh, who's behind the eight ball. You know, Sween, uh, a couple of guys. Number one, Adovino Can here. I use more cliches right there? Yeah, no, you, you hit them all. I one mean, day at a time. I mean, you, you hit them all, Sweeney. It was a nice job uh, of working them all mm-hmm. in right there. And, and, Sold you know, up the Yahtzee card on cliches. <laughs> What about Adovino, uh, who, you know, did not really pitch all that well in the month of September, you know, has has not pitched that well here uh, in in the postseason. What about, you know, Boone leaning on him here moving forward as this series goes along? Yeah, I think, you know, you're looking for swings and misses, and you're facing a team that doesn't swing and miss a lot. So uh, he's getting some balls put in play. He's nibbling a little bit with – I shouldn't even say nibbling. You know, I talked to him earlier in the year. You know, he, he walked – uh, a, a number of guys earlier in the year that seemed a bit unsettling. And I remember asking him about it, and he's committed to these sliders that are just off the plate. And if guys are taking them, he's coming back to that pitch. Um, I think we saw that with Nelson Cruz in the division series when he walked him the two times that he faced him. And it wasn't for being wild. It was, um, it was just being committed to that pitch just off the plate and Cruz not biting on it. Um, if what you saw, you know, the two hits he gave up in the first game, you know, one of them was the bouncer up the middle that Didi Rorius and Glaber Torres are staring at each other, and it goes up the middle. He th- that was a double play ball. Yesterday he threw a double play ball. Unfortunately, the runner was moving, and Torres vacated the spot, so he ends up in that situation. Um, I, I don't think it's the same situation as um, Dellen Batances two years ago. In the ALCS, I thought he was going to, be counted on a lot, but by that time, Joe Girardi, it was pretty clear, wasn't going to put him in the same situation. They had lost some faith in Dellen at that point in the big spot, and they moved away from him. Um, I'm not getting the feeling yet that the uh, that Aaron Boone is leaning towards getting away from Adam Adovino, uh, but you know, you're, I don't know where else he goes um, to get those outs. Um, you know, Chad Green is obviously very important here. And if there's a rain out here, you know, he gets put into play here probably for games four and five again. Um, and then you just kind of wait and see if you need him beyond that. But I could see, if you're going to do anything, I could see maybe Chad Green, who is a little bit more of a strikeout guy, trying to go in those situations. But I think when, you're, when you are removing your starters as early as you are, you're relying on every one of those guys. And I don't know how you get around Adovino in a situation here, especially with all the right in the bats the Astros throw at you. Sweeney, whenever there is a game four, where do you expect Glaber Torres to be in the Yankee lineup? Because Moose and I both think he should probably be, be higher than five right now. You know, I talked to another um, major league manager last night uh, after the game, and he said he would move Torres to second and drop Judge to third and put some traffic, try to get the, uh, some traffic on in front of Judge. Um, that's, not a, that's not an alignment the Yankees have tried yet this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, actually, the idea of it sounds pretty good. Um, I, would, I would think that there's a possibility that you do that. You know, the idea of separating the left-handers, it sounded funny because the Astros don't have any left-handed pitchers, but they do have some righties that have really big splits, like Ryan Presley. Um, so you're playing for that situation. Although, you know, I could argue in a situation with Garrett Cole, you know, he's going deeper into that ball game. You know, it's not like you're facing, you know, five different uh, pitchers coming out of the, you know, coming out of the Astros bullpen. So I can make an argument there where I would stack the lineup to face that starting pitcher. When you're facing the Berliner and Cole, it's not necessarily the matchups uh, as much. But um, 
yeah, I could see I could see a situation here where you try to take advantage of that. Uh, Torres has certainly put together some really strong at bats yesterday for sure against Cole. Yeah, he certainly did, and Cole clearly was pitching him very very carefully. How about Stan here? With this quad injury, um, you know, say, you know, I mean, obviously it's different if there's a game tonight, but if we go on the idea that tonight's game does get rained out, would you be surprised if if Stan's, I mean, um, one way or the other, I mean, would you be surprised if Stan's not in the lineup in game four? If he's not in the lineup? No, no, I wouldn't be. I mean, I think they're just trying to buy themselves some time and seeing what happens here, you know, if he can heal and play for them. Um, He obviously took good at-bats against Greinke, um, in in game one, um, you know Hicks when Hicks plays, and you know I see no reason Hicks shouldn't be playing the next couple of days. Your your bench is a lot different, and Maben is only there to to come in to run. Maybe you have a chance to run for either Sanchez or Encarnacion, and you have a chance to do something there if you need the speed at a particular point in time. Um, if you're playing Stanton, then you kind of need both Hicks and Mabin, and you, you uh, maneuver that way. So I, I don't think that they're ready to make the decision as far as pulling the plug on Stanton and saying, okay, you're not going to play. If we move on, you're out for the rest of the season. Um, but, you know, that's kind of what they're kind of playing with there. And if there's no game today, they don't have to make a decision on that yet either. Sure. Another day and kind of see. You know, see how how he is. Well, let me ask you this, Winnie: Would they ever think about the idea? Uh, you know, I know he's hitting clean up last night, and he looked a little bit better at the plate yesterday against Cole. But would they ever think about the idea of putting Stan in as DH and taking Encarnacion out of the lineup, or moving Encarnacion to first and moving Lemayhu over to third? No, I don't think they would. I think uh, I I think they're committed to that defensive alignment. Okay, with uh, Lemayhu at first for sure. Because remember, the Astros are the team that doesn't strike out as much. And they put the ball in play. So, and if you notice how good the defense has been for the oh, Yankees been great. over the course of the series, um, uh, and even in the last series, uh, I think it's a credit to the coaching staff too because you notice how many times the Yankees are in the right, exact right position. Uh, every, you know, with the exception of that ball that uh, the hit and run uh, single yesterday, uh, they're in the right spot every single time. So, defense I think is important for the Yankees here, um, which is why I don't think you'd put Encarnacion up there. And I think Encarnacion, you know. Um, I think his at-bats are good enough that they they really um, appreciate what he brings there. And even if he hadn't gotten a hit until yesterday, I think that um, that they are cool with him in that spot. So I, I don't think that you um, – You don't, don't think, think they would take Carnacion out of the lineup for standing? Okay. spot. No, I think those two stay where they are. Gotcha. Sweeney, I, I laugh when you brought up the Yankee defense, not because you're – your point was wrong. It just reminded me of last night. I had happened to be in the car during the seventh inning, and John Sterling did not agree um, with first and second for the Astro, or first and third, I guess it was, um, mm-hmm. with the infield being back. He could I not agree. believe yeah. that Aaron Boone was, was doing fine. that. Did yep. that come up post game as to why he had that had that uh, that alignment? No, did not come up post game. I um, yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought it was weird how they were conceding a run right there. Yeah. Um, and um, and they were, and then with one out, it made more sense to me. You know, the right. corners were in uh, with one out. Double play ball gets you out of the inning, but with nobody out, they were they were conceding a run for a double play, and I I didn't quite get that. Maybe uh, shed a little bit more light on that today. Uh, but in the immediate post game, it did not come up. Yeah, that was uh, that was a little strange for me too. You know, Sweeney, you've been around this team all season long. You know, it 
you know, it's obviously it's just a 2-1 series deficit. You know, they've got two more in the Bronx. There's a ways to go in this series, um, you know. Uh, but what is the general mood in terms of uh, around this team after taking two losses to Verlander and Cole? Yeah, I mean, I think that they took good approaches and put themselves in position to score some runs against these guys. I, I don't think it's a matter of, like, changing what they're trying to do. Sure. Um, you know, and – I think it would be different if they were blown out and you're seeing them not pitch well and not hit well. I mean, you know, the pitching hasn't been, you know, for all the hand-wringing over the pitching this time of year, the Yankees have pitched really well. Do you realize that when that wild pitch in the sacrifice fly scored two runs for the Astros in the seventh inning, it's the first time this postseason, and let's say that would have been 54 innings to that point, that a team scored more than one run in an inning against the Yankees. They put up zeros or one, and they haven't given up one a lot um, at all. They played what uh, six postseason games, and they've given up fourteen runs. Yeah. You know, pitching and run prevention not a problem for the Yankees right now. They did not get a ball over the fence when they needed to, and for all the talk about oh home runs, home runs, they could have used one of those yesterday. They could have used two of those yesterday. They yeah. also used them early in the game. Uh, they, you know. As I said earlier, the Yankees have a batting from a higher average than the Astros. They're striking out fewer times than the Astros. This is, you know, so this is not about the, the uh, oh, they strike out too much and they don't hit enough home runs, or they hit too many home runs. They don't hit for high enough average. They're doing all those things. They're not, they're not getting the home run ball when they need it. No, they're not. And unfortunately, you know, mad printed baseball changed the baseball for the postseason, too, sweetie. <laughs> you know they did. You know they did. That ball's not flying like it did. That DD hit, I know he got a little under it, Sween. We've seen that home run. I mean, I understand, and he's not going to, and Boone's not going to answer the question post game either. And he worked his way around it when he got asked that question. But if that is June or July, and I want to hear about the weather, uh, that ball is about four or five rows deep there in right field. I, I thought. Like Didi knew he didn't get it either, you know. I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I felt like he would have reacted differently if he thought he got it. And yeah, I mean, listen, we're we're all gonna have our conspiracy theories until somebody somebody proves it to us, right? Well, they got to get those MLB scientists on it. They've been working on it for a couple of years. That's it. So, They've yeah. been working overtime. Yes, know? Hey, Sween, good stuff, man. Um, and uh, thanks for the time this morning. We really appreciate it. All right, bud. All right, fellas. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.